hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a glorious day coming at you from St. Louis bright and early on in a beautiful sunny day and it's been a good morning already so I am sending all of those vibes your way and I hope you're having an awesome day. Thank you for coming back here and joining me for our little talks. Um, Today I'm just going to dive right in. So I've been thinking a lot over the past several months especially about the lens that we all choose to see life through. What I mean by that is The way that we see the world, um, we see other people, if we're not consciously making a choice to be different about that, um, we tend to see things through our own lens. Meaning like you've heard the the phrase rose-colored glasses, right? Like, oh, I had all my rose-colored glasses. Um, Meaning that you're missing any of the bad stuff and all you see is the good stuff. So while I think that is some people's existence, I think that the majority is not necessarily rosy and great and beautiful all the time that they're, you know, that they're seeing. But I think that it's, it's still a great concept because you're still only seeing within, you know, your own experiences or basically where you're choosing to see. And so I just believe it it is something that's not talked about a lot. And it's very subconscious at that point, because we're just, well, that doesn't happen. You know, I've never seen that. So that must not be real. Somebody I know, hasn't been affected. I don't know anyone who's been affected, so that must not be real. You know, those types of things. Um, We tend to have our, you know, obviously we all have our own experiences, which I'm not taking anything away from. Our experiences are what mold us, you know, but then we also have our own thoughts, our own belief patterns. Um, And because of that, we fail sometimes as humans to believe or, or to see that other people might have a different life than we do. Their reality might be very different than ours. Um, their, all the steps that took them to get to the person that you're seeing directly in front of you, first of all, unless you take the time to, to learn those things about that person, you don't know that. And, and it's wrong of us to assume or pass judgment based off of our own experiences, our own belief patterns, you know, our, our own lens and and not understand someone differently or or more, I should say. And so I think that's a part of, of a big problem that we're seeing come to really, to a lot of light. I think it's been a problem. I don't think it was ever not a problem, um, here in America, especially, but I think that right now, um, our lack of empathy and our lack of the ability to, um, look outside of our own reality is being put under a, a microscope. And, you know, in so many, so many bizarre ways, I don't know about you guys, but I'll just gonna be super frank. Like there's so many things that I've seen people blindly believing or choosing to like stand out against 
And I'm like, wow, like it's just very bizarre um, to me. And, and, and that's fine. Obviously, everybody's able or, or um, privilege is to have their own, make their own decisions. But my question and my ability or my question to everyone always is, have you looked outside of that or have you done research have you asked questions you know why do you believe that way that's one of my favorite questions and I remember I used to get really pissed off when people would ask me well why do you think that way well because I fucking do you know like that was my response and what I've learned is is that response comes from somebody who's not confident in the reason why they feel the way they feel or believe the way they believe or think the way that they think or why they have made these decisions or choices And what I've noticed is it's an involuntary response for most people who aren't thinking their own thoughts, um, who haven't really put any actual effort into um, seeing the whole picture in any situation. That's something that makes me really good at my job, honestly. That might be why it's easier for me to talk about this. I don't know. But, you know, one of the reasons that I've always been so good at problem solving and team management and, and operations and growth and now life coaching and, you know, continuing to do that work as well. The re- One of the reasons is because I've always been really good at removing myself from the situation and being able to, like, look at it from above and see the reasons why, you know, things are transpiring the way that they are without judgment from all angles. Like, I could see why somebody would react the way that they did. I could see why, you know, this other person, you know, didn't didn't understand the directions correctly or whatever, like whatever the scenario was, I've always had this gift of being able to really be an observer, but also to, to see things without it having to fit in my own lens, in my own little, you know, bubble of life. And I always practiced that in business because I, again, it made me really good at what I did and what I do now. But I'd say over the past, you know, five years or so, I've had a lot of focus on doing that in my personal life as well in more ways than I knew were necessary. You know, I always grew up in a life where my parents would always tell me, you can do anything you want, you know, think for yourself, make your own decisions, stand up for something. And then somewhere along the line, I realized too that in order for me to really be able to feel comfortable, me personally, and I I wish more people would take this approach, but in order for me to feel comfortable or not maybe comfortable, because I'm still pretty uncomfortable sometimes saying the things that I say, but in order for me to feel confident and feel like I'm worthy to speak up about something, I needed to be educated on it. I needed to know enough to say something. And if I didn't know enough, I don't say anything. And that's the truth. Like I'll keep my opinions or my thoughts to myself until I've done my fair share of research or reflection or you know, digging deeper and truly understand something better um, before I'll say anything about it, just because I think that that's how we should all be, right? Like, we don't know what we don't know, guys. Like, that's one of the things I always tell my coaching clients when they they have these random or these very specific expertise, right? And they're like, yeah, but that's boring to other people. And I'm like, no, no, it's not, dude. Like, what you know, what you're really good at, other people don't know those things. And that's your zone of genius. And so that's a brilliant talking point and something that I think anyone who's teaching or trying, you know, leading or those types of, of um, positions in your family, in your business, whatever it might be, is to remember that people don't know what you know. They've not experienced what you've experienced. And so when you can use that to your benefit and use some storytelling and share your experiences and explain, you know, 
planning is always an easy one for me. Planning comes second nature and observing in that direction comes second nature to me. And I've had to learn how to remember that other people don't, that's not the way their brains work too. And so breaking it down in a way that they're not inside of my head, meaning, oh, you're not thinking what I'm thinking. Oh, fun. That's, that's a random fun fact. And so I have been able to utilize that in such a, such a valuable way to be able to impact people differently and, you know, create perspective shifts and also feel really good as a person about the way that I'm, I'm sharing and speaking and teaching, um, and the integrity behind it, because it's coming from that place of, of knowledge, you know, um, pure knowledge and, and, um, pure experience versus, versus trying to like, you know, make someone believe what I'm saying or fabricate some stories or whatever. So, okay. I kind of went off on a little side note there, but Back to the um, looking outside of our own lens thing, I think that as an, as a human, we would all be better off as we would all have a lot less stress um, if we could learn like truly what empathy means. And I remember for so many years thinking I understood what empathy meant. And it was several years ago when I really started down the path of like really diving deep into my own history and into my own you know, um, demons, basically my own shadows and looking in all those deep, you know, dusty corners and shining light through the cobwebs and that when I realized that I really didn't necessarily understand empathy for what it really was, um, you know, I thought empathy meant was simply, you know, giving somebody some, some compassion for what they were experiencing or feeling, but more so what I realized I was doing was I was trying to, 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 not critique, but to um, to dissect what someone was experiencing so that I could understand it. I My control needs inside of me needed me to understand, but it wasn't always in a healthy fashion. And so when I started to learn that empathy can simply look like hearing someone, can simply look like listening to them without judging, it can simply look like leaning in a little bit closer to try to understand without trying to fix or mold it into something else or convince someone of something else. Instead, it's simply listening and honoring someone else's experience. It's definitely a different level and, and very necessary, I believe, in really being a well-rounded person. Um, it, it For me personally, I'll tell you what, it these things I'm telling you today in this podcast have sort of changed my life. Like They've changed the way I experience humanity. They changed the way I experience every person I come in contact with. They changed the way I, I, I've experienced everything. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I still, I still have to work at it sometimes and I still get enraged occasionally by, you know, other people's actions or lack thereof or, you know, especially around hate and judgment. You guys know if you follow me for a long time, I am a constant, constantly standing up and talking about breaking stereotypes. Um, I cannot, I've been, I've been stereotyped my entire life because people assume um, that I'm stupid or they assume that I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm a woman and I'm smiling most of the time. Right. Or I have a, like my resting bitch face on and people assume that I must be a huge bitch. And it's like, yeah, no, not at all. Um, and then, you know, it got worse as I got older and I went into a male dominated industry and then I got breast implants, you know, and then I got hair extensions and now I'm all over, you know, social media and people assume so many fucked up things. Um, my favorite has always been that I don't know anything about cars or that I'm friends with guys because I want to sleep with all of them. Like that could not be, it's so funny because like so far from the truth, anyone who knows me and, and it's, and I've just learned 
through my parents, quite honestly, and those stereotypes that the best way to break them and break the mold is just to be me and show people that who I am. And, and I used to, there was a long part of like my early twenties where I walked around like, I got to prove everyone wrong. I got to prove everyone wrong. And that was a, um, a driving force for me. But I, and you know, it served me, I think when it needed to, but the truth is it's not about proving everyone wrong. It was just about becoming more confident and realizing that the best way that you can impact someone in any capacity is to just lead by example. And so, so maybe people thought I was just some dumb girl in heels with big boobs at the auto body shop until they talked to me. And then they realized, oh shit, she knows what she's talking about. And she's who I need to be dealing with because she's going to get me, you know, the result that I'm looking for or the experience with my car that I need. Um, same thing with my weight. So people assume that I uh, don't eat because I'm skinny. They assume that I have, you know, I love salad, which is funny because I fucking hate lettuce. Like you could not make me eat lettuce if you tried. Um, it's disgusting to me. And so there's just some really funny things. Like, you know, when I talk about weight gain or my health, I would get all of these people blowing up my Instagram messages and my things trying to give me weight loss options. And I'm like, you guys realize that I have the opposite problem, right? Like I'm a hard gainer. Uh, my body attacks itself and eats its muscle mass if I don't eat a certain way. I have digestive issues. Like I have a lot of things that I have now at this point um, – really gotten a grasp on over after, you know, 20 years <laughs> of dealing with this, but people assume and they stereotype me and put me in a box because I'm skinny and they assume that means I'm really healthy or I don't eat. And it's like, dude, I eat more than your like growing 18 year old son. I promise. Um, <laughs> trust me. It's impressive actually when you sit down with me and have a dinner, but that's the stereo- that's the type of stereotype that I've always, you know, I've always stood up against and those types of stereotypes. And what's funny now is I feel like I've been equipped in a very different way with what's going on in the world right now to be able to really explain things a little bit differently, which I'm very grateful for to hopefully, you know, to get some people who aren't looking outside of their own lens who are, or maybe they're taking, you know, a word that they saw someone who has no idea what the fuck they're talking about, by the way, and shouldn't be posting anything. They took that as fact and didn't look any deeper. Um, and they're reading what I'm writing or they're watching my videos and they're like, wow, okay, I get what you're saying. I didn't look at it that way before. And this is where I'm getting at with empathy and with looking outside of our lens, our own bubble, our own little world, our own little reality. Like there's a great big world out there and the experiences that other people are having, you know, we can't, we can't pretend like we understand that because we won't unless we've been there, but we, we can do our best to try to understand. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day who I love personally and they were, it was like, they were unaware that there are so many countries in this world where women aren't allowed to go to school. Once they start their period, they make them stay home. And they don't have any like feminine hygiene products because I was talking about a company that I, I work with or not work with, but I order from because then they, they provide um, feminine hygiene products to these different tribes and the, or these different villages, I should say, in different parts of the country. And they were like, I didn't know that was still a thing. And, it's, and, and of course, that's not, their, that's not a, their problem to know everything, but that just shows like you and your own little perfect world, right? where you don't realize is your perfect world, but you can just go to Walgreens and buy what you need. You can just go to shop and save and get what you need. You can just turn your faucet on and have water. Like a lot of people don't look outside of their lens to realize like you should be really grateful for all of those things because not everybody has those um, opportunities. Um, 
you know, and then we could go deeper into that as far as what you, what you're hearing a lot of in the media, as far as, um, privilege and, um, and just everybody's experience being very different. And I find it to be really interesting, um, that a lot of people don't realize that it's not helpful to scream in someone's face about their religious beliefs, their political beliefs, their, you know, where they stand on Black Lives Matter or what's been going on in the media or COVID for even that matter. Like screaming at someone doesn't get your point across. It never will. They'll never hear you. Um, people who are not ready to hear you will not hear you in that capacity. And that's something I've learned through my own work over the years. But what you can, what people will hear is, is when you try to explain something to them that no one else has explained to them. And that's the lens piece. You know, that's where the lens comes into play is there's a lot of people that didn't understand why saying all lives matter was um, defeating the purpose, right? And, and they didn't, it's because no one took the fucking time to explain it to them. I actually recorded a video. This not what this post podcast is about, but I'll link my video I made below. Just if you are interested, you can listen to it. And I think, I think it was, it's not political by any means at all. It's just a very general statement of, of um, ex- explanation if you're, you know, want more clarity on that. But anyways, back to like our own little rose colored glasses, even if what we're looking at or our our living current experience isn't very rosy, wherever you are in your life, you know, we don't always have perfect moments. Most of us don't. Um, Something that I find to be really interesting though, is that again, we're making these judgments and we're, and we're living and we're passing, we're passing judgment on other things and other experiences based upon our reality and our beliefs. And this is what I find to be really interesting is are these really your beliefs though? Like whose belief is that? What do you believe? Have you ever asked yourself that? Talk about a fucking loaded question though, right? But it's a lot of times people believe um, something is wrong or bad or right. There's another piece of it too. It's not always just wrong, but they think that something is right or okay because that's what they've been raised to believe or that's what their community would believe or do. Um, and this is on all spectrums, right? This, golly, I could give a hundred million examples and we could be talking about this for four hours, but just that question in itself is things that you believe or things that you are very passionate about, um, where you make bold statements about my question is, is that your belief and why do you believe it? Like, where does that come from? And I don't mean that you need to tell me that, or you need to tell the, the internet that, you know, or you need to justify yourself. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is I think it's always very uh, productive use of our time for us to ask ourselves those questions and get a lot firmer in our beliefs that we choose as individuals, not because someone else thought it was a good idea or, or you know, a mentor that we listened to told us we were stupid if we didn't believe, you know, X, Y, and Z way. I think that it's really sad the amount of people that aimlessly go through life without thinking their own thoughts and creating their own belief patterns or, or, or you know, um, looking outside of their own little community or their own little, you know, reality lens or bubble. And so, you know, I saw this meme yesterday that was really powerful that said something along the lines of what's been happening in the world in 2020 has not changed people. What it's done is it's turned up the dial. People who are jerks are now jerkier. People who were compassionate are now more compassionate. And, um, you know, the question is, is like, which one are you going to be? 
And I thought that was really powerful because I think it's so true. We do all have a choice, right? And it's okay to be to admit that you didn't know and you're wrong. Um, you know, it's okay for us to admit that during this entire like pandemic situation, people have just been trying to do what they could do based upon the small amount of information they were given. Um, and I think that's a, a great lesson in itself is that we only know what we know, right? Back to that. And we had to go one day at a time for a long period. And that's fucking scary for the majority. It was not comfortable for most people. Um, you know, hi, I'm the ultimate planner, so I can definitely relate um, to not being in a great mental place sometimes when I can't plan <laughs> and I'm not in control of what may or may not happen. But it was a great lesson for that for sure the last several months. But um, I found it to be really cool. Uh, something that came up last week, I guess it was, as somebody that I know personally that, um, you know, it's like an acquaintance, I guess you could say, but I know them better than just, you know, oh, we're friends on Facebook. It's better than that. But had not basically had been laughing about COVID um, from day one. Like it was a fucking joke, like did not adhere to any social distancing rules, even early in the game when everyone who's now saying that it's a joke were, you know, very scared and hoarding food and shit at the very beginning. Like a lot of those people have, have switched their gears, but like this particular person in this particular household didn't take it seriously at all the entire time. And they never, you know, stopped hanging out with groups of people and they never stopped having gatherings at their house. They never stopped trying to maneuver around the system. Um, meaning like when gyms were closed, they were trying to make up their own when they, once they, you know, the moment they lifted the stay home order in Missouri, they were all, you know, this group of people were trying to just reopen things without following any CDC guidelines or anything like that. So what I'm getting at, trust me, there's a point to my story and it's not political. So don't worry. But this particular person in this household that I watched this entire time act as if this is all a fucking joke. And it's simply because it was not real for them. They didn't know anyone who had contracted COVID. They didn't see the reality of it. Instead, they chose to, you know, basically live inside their own little bubble and their own little lens and assume that this was all fucked up and they were beyond, right? They're untouchable. This wasn't going to affect them. So they went about their business and lived their life the way that they did. Well, guess what? They got COVID. Yep. Imagine if we chose to look at life a little bit differently and not be so fucking arrogant and to think that we're the exception to the rule across the board and everything. Instead, what if we approached things with empathy? We approached things with humility. That's what the word is, with humility. If we were a little more humble and understood that we are not above anything. Trust me, I date a man. I have been dating a man for a very long time who believes that he is superhuman. And I mean, he is in a lot of ways. But even he knows when to be real about humility and when to be humble and when to know that, you know, this is bigger than you and you are not an arrogant. He's not an arrogant asshole as far as to think he's untouchable. Um so there's definitely a balancing act there, but my Lord, talk about a not super beautiful, you know, ending to a story, but also what a beautiful example of what can happen when you choose to not look outside of your own bubble and to think that you're, you know, you're not your vote, right? It's the same concept, like your vote doesn't matter. Well, your one little lack of 
you know, taking something seriously or listening has now potentially endangered hundreds of people that you've come in contact with. You know, it's definitely really um, dark and that's a really ugly and heavy thing that I just shared, but it's also really fucking true. And it's really, really real. And that's, I didn't even have that on my list of things I wanted to, to mention today, but here we are. And I think that it's an excellent point. I think it's, it proves a really great real and reality piece is something that, you know what, you can not agree with COVID all you want to, but it's still a fucking thing, guys. Like, it's still a real thing that's killing people and has killed people. And so regardless of what you quote unquote believe in, which I find to be really interesting, like, how do you not believe in something that 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 is a thing, but whatever. Um, it's not something that you choose to believe in. It's a science, it's like a piece of science. But um, whether you choose to believe in that or not, it still exists. And, and due to people's own arrogance, um, you know, it, it is affecting. And this is why it's continuing to be a thing. Um, so, but looking outside of your own realm and your own reality is so important. And it's such an impactful thing to make you, again, just feel more grounded and rooted as a human being. Um, I think, you know, it's important. I find it really funny sometimes the place that people choose to plant their flags. And a lot of times it's empowering to them to, to be angry or be passionate about something. And, and then again, you ask like, so cool, like, why do you believe that? And then no one has an answer. And then they get even more angry and they plant their flag even deeper into the ground. But what if you looked outside of your lens and you got really clear with yourself about what your real beliefs are and why? And you planted your flag in a place that you were really fucking proud of, in a place that if if so needed, you need if you so needed to support your belief system, you could. Because you understand why you feel that way. And you understand that it's not based upon only the experiences that you've witnessed in your, you know, 10-mile radius of life. So it's a really powerful and really empowering tool as a human to look outside of your lens and then create this type of, of realm of thinking for yourself. Um, talk about like a solid grant ground to stand on. You know, there's nothing more shaky than someone who is making a decision or standing really, you know, loud against something that is literally only doing so based upon, like I said, their 10 mile radius. It's just, it doesn't hold much merit. And so I know that a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are looking to be better people and to create a larger impact, um, whether it be, you know, in their own community, their home, their family, whatever it is. Um, this is a great way to do that is to look outside of your own, make, you know, make sure that you're looking outside of your own little, your own experiences. Um, the way I'm going to wrap up here is based upon a quote or, or, or a concept um, written by Brene Brown. And if you haven't looked her, read her work, you should. A lot of people, a lot of people who don't necessarily fully understand what a feminist is um, steer away from her because she has been labeled a feminist, but she is more on the actual true definition of what that means versus um, what media the media has portrayed it to be. And so I definitely would would welcome you to look past maybe what you've heard about her and, and actually read some of her work. Um, she is so intelligent and she has spent the majority of her life studying human behavior. And it's not a biased study either. It's a very well-rounded study. Um, but she wrote a book and it's called, she wrote several books, but the one I'm talking about is Braving the Wilderness. And I think that it's a brilliant book for anyone to read. Um, I read it a year or so ago 
and I revisit it all the time because it's so good. I actually have it on audio and I have the print, but I'll put it in the in the show notes below. I'll link it for you. But the concept that she discusses here around shame and hate is to lean in, like her offering, her um, suggestion for people who don't understand something so they just choose to hate it instead. Um, or you don't look outside of your lens and you choose to, you know, get really loud about something you may not understand. Her suggestion or her advice there is to lean in. And here's why. If you lean in closer to understand something or someone, it's really hard to hate them up close. When you can understand someone's reasoning, someone's experience, somebody's own emotions or their own thought process, when you can understand or at least see it, it's a lot more difficult to hate them, to blindly hate someone because hate serves nothing. It serves no purpose. And it's usually fueled by nothing but fear, quite honestly. Prejudice, judgment, hate, they come from fear or lack of understanding. And so when you lean in, and here's what I mean. I don't mean that the guy across the room who you have completely different belief patterns, I don't mean that that means you lean in and you must then agree with him when you're finished. That's not what I mean. Leaning in to understand or to have compassion does not mean that you choose to believe and agree, I should say, agree with every single fucking person that you have a conversation with. It's not about that. It's not a blame game. This isn't what this is. It's a game of communication and understanding. It's being a compassionate human. And when you can lean in and understand someone and understand their position and understand where they've come from and understand why they are the way they are or whatever it is, it's a lot harder to hate something up close. It's a lot harder to hate something up close. Again, I'm not saying that you have to agree with someone just because you've decided to you know, understand where they're coming from or ask questions. That's where these questions come in from why do you believe that way, those types of things. What's happened? Tell me. Tell me your story. But that most people are scared to even ask questions and we've gotten away from that. Instead, we you know, go around and just make our decisions based upon our own you know, small small little world of experiences. And so I welcome each of you to do that, to not only go back and ask yourself that question of like, what are my beliefs and why do I believe them? And kind of sit with that for a bit to really get firm within yourself. And if you don't know, that's okay. Don't freak out. Just think about it. Pay attention to your own reactions and to maybe where it might be coming from. A lot of our beliefs come from our parents. Um, they're stemmed back from our parent, our parents when we were kids. Um, so looking deeper into that part too, but, and then also just lean in, lean in and understand more. That's what we need. That's what the world needs more of. And that's, what's going to help you be a more well-rounded individual. Um, and it's just a very impactful thing. So ah, thanks for those of you who've stayed with me this entire time. I love this type of conversation. It can be a little heavy sometimes, but I think it's so important. I think it's so important to have. And so I appreciate you being here. If this is something that you enjoyed or you think is impactful or someone else could benefit from it, please be be sure to share this episode with someone. If you do share it on social media, tag us. We love that. Um, if you have not left a review just yet or you and you feel so inclined, please 
do that um, on iTunes allows us to do the reviews. It definitely helps us get our message in front of more people. This podcast is not funded by anyone but me. <laughs> so it doesn't have any sponsors. It's just funded by me um, to produce. And so those rankings, those ratings, those sharings um, really helps in more ways than you can understand. So I appreciate you very much. And I will talk to you all later. Enjoy the rest of your day.